What's up, Low Voltage Nation? We have a great episode ahead of us with Mick Andrews in Melbourne, Australia of First Point Comms. He reached out to me via Instagram, sent me a video, and within 24 hours, we're on a podcast together. I love the internet. Let's get after it. All right, cool. Yeah, let's get right into it, man. Um, so yeah, uh, we, we've got we got Mick Andrews and uh, from First Point Comms. Uh, He's on the show with us today. I'm pretty excited about this. He reached out to me via Instagram and uh, just kind of jump right into the questions. Um, right now, um, we are, we're, we're jamming out. Um, it's, uh, it's about nine o'clock my time and uh, he's in Melbourne, uh, Sydney. Uh, I'm sorry, you're in, uh, you're in Australia, right? Uh, in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, Melbourne, Australia, right down the, uh, down the southern end of Australia. That's cool, man. So what, uh, how long have you been in the, the comms game and low voltage and construction? Uh, when, when did you get started? So uh, it'd be the mid two thousands, around about two thousand and five, is uh, when I first actually I was working in IT uh, prior to that. So uh, did the whole go to university thing and uh, did the got into software development uh, straight out of university. But um, yeah, two years into it, I you know knew that sitting in an office wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, and here we are now, some uh, fourteen years later. Uh, quite happy. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic industry to be in and. Um, as I've heard you talk about before, there's so many different avenues, you know, of the the mm -hmm. comms industry. Yep. It's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, tell me some more about um, First Point Comms. Like, what's uh, what's that all about? Give me some more information on it. So it's a name my wife came up with for for starters. Um, originally, uh, yeah, it's just the back in 2005, the contract work that I started doing was. Uh, it's probably what a lot of us guys in Australia start getting into where we, we contract to the major telecommunications companies here in Australia, um, just subcontract to them. And we, we mainly maintain the, uh, the phone and internet lines, you know, right around Australia. Um, and that's sort of where it starts. And then, you know, from there you can, uh, you know, branch out into different other avenues, but that's predominantly, it's been that it's been, uh, yeah, installing and maintaining, Phone lines, internet lines, uh, even the pay TV. We, we have satellite pay TV here in Australia. Um, that whole general field. So it was actually pretty pretty cool how you reached out to me via Instagram. You sent a, you sent a video, and uh, and immediately I was like, who is this guy? And I I, 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 I muted <laughs> I, I muted the uh, the conversation. I was like, this is a spam person. And so I was about to block you, and then I pressed play on uh, the video. I was like. Oh my gosh, this guy's legit! And like, I started digging into your your Instagram account. And I was like, this guy's like yeah. seems like a pretty cool dude. He's he's calling me out about you know low voltage nation. Love what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Let's connect on the podcast, uh, dude. I thought that was so cool <laughs> that you did that. And uh, and then you sent okay, so you sent this video of uh, you're out <laughs> you're outside. It's a beautiful day. It appears looks a little cold because you have a jacket on. Maybe that's just for safety issues, but. Uh, but you had this thing, and it was—I uh, think you were toning and testing copper lines, and yep, uh, yep, yep. it was—and I think it, you were you were doing residential stuff, and it was like fiber to the node. Is that what you That's said? Right. Okay, That's so fiber right. to the node, and then you were, yeah, and yeah. Tell me about that. So you're doing residential fiber to the node, and then running copper lines to the house. Is that is that correct? That's exactly it, mate. Yep. Uh, have you have you heard of that concept at all before? Fiber to the node. Have you? Well, it's, so there's another term that we use here in the states that I've heard of. Uh, fiber to the node might be one, but I've heard fiber to the home, and I'm not sure if that's the same thing. If they're actually running fiber directly to the home, 
or if it's like a fiber to the node situation where there's kind of like that thing, that little green pod you were pointing out in the in the front yep. yard with all those copper yep. lines in it. So what, what yep. kind of speeds are you getting? Uh, like when you get to the home, like on that copper line, what are uh, typical residential speeds? So it depends on how far the home is from that thing there, that green thing called the node. Um, so anyone who lives, uh, you know, fairly close to that, the, the maximum speeds are about 140 meg down and around 50 meg up. Uh, but in Australia, uh, our internet providers don't allow those speeds. So it's, mm. it's capped at 100, okay. 100 down and, uh, well, about yeah, 40 or 50 up is, uh, is okay. Yeah. Um, and in Australia, we pay for our different speeds, uh, but the the further you live from the node, uh, your maximum speeds drop right down. So, um, yeah, someone who's around, uh, I'm not you guys talking uh, in feet, I'll I'm, I'm talk in metres. So, about uh, 500 metres away, uh, you'll still get 80 megas of speed and then uh, sort of drops down from there. So, you, you don't want to be, uh, you definitely don't want to be a mile away from the node. That's right. when your, your speeds drop down to, you know, your 20s or 30s, which is considered fairly slow. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you... You touched on something before, or what you said before about fibre to the home. We do have uh, in any new new build, like a new estate uh, in Australia, that's all that's all done fibre to the home directly, uh, right into your garage in the comms box. Um, but uh, it's just the way that they've. It's sort of a cheaper option that the Australian government was uh, hoping would work, where they don't have to do fibre all the way up to the home to mm-hmm. to transform uh, everybody's home onto this this new broadband that it's. Uh, it's called the the NBN is what we call it here in Australia. It's just starting to roll out in the past three years or so. That's it. That's interesting. Yeah, here in here in Nashville, we're one of the few cities that got Google Fiber. So I I, I actually have Google Fiber in my home, uh, and we're right. supposed to get gigabit speeds, but I've never seen that occur. Yeah. <laughs> so it might okay. it might be yeah. it might be oversubscribed, or I'm not really sure what the technical limitations are when they start running so much fiber to all these homes uh, in a small condensed area. But we get pretty fast internet. Uh, it's, it's pretty incredible what Google Fiber has done in these, these marketplaces with driving uh, the competition down to the ground with uh, per, you know doing gigabit speeds for like 60 or 80 bucks a month. It's pretty incredible actually. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. We, uh, we won't be seeing those speeds in Australia for a long time. Yeah. Um, I, think, uh, I think we've been convinced that that a hundred meg is uh, is really fast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's not. That's, that, that's a bottleneck these days. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Cool, man. So, hey, no, uh, uh, a, a quick quick question I like to ask is, uh, what is your low voltage superpower, or, or your because you do a lot of copper, but what is your superpower that you you think you're uh, you're good at? Yeah, so I'd say it's just fault finding, fault finding, problem solving. Um, yeah, on the copper lines because uh, you know the a lot of the copper lines they do run underground, and there's joins in the lines where they have uh, you know the join at the corner of a street, where and any time you have a, a join in a cable, you know there's potential for water to get in, mm. and you know mainly mainly chasing out where the water is. But you know that's what we use all our test equipment to you know uh, test backwards and forwards and sort of pinpoint the problem. And also internal uh, cabling issues as well can can slow someone's copper service down quite a fair bit. So definitely, uh, yeah, fault finding and problem solving is definitely um, my superpower in copper. Cool. Yeah. So what does your day to day look like? What do you? Uh, again, yeah, mainly working on the copper lines. Um, 
the the company we contract to, they sort of issue you out your your day's work, you know, morning appointments, afternoon appointments, and um, you just uh, away you go on your day. And um, some are installations, some are fault finding, and um, yeah, the days feel sort of similar, but uh, you're always going to yeah, yeah. a different house, different business every yeah. day, meeting new people. Yeah, that, so that's one of like the save, yeah, that's one of the saving graces. At least for me, it is. Uh, I get to travel around quite a bit uh, and yep. and see and meet a lot of interesting people. Some are very nice people. Some are <laughs> not so nice people. Yes, it, yes, there's always a mixed yes. bag, and it it keeps you on your toes, and it really uh, builds a lot of character, is what I like to say. <laughs> It does. It does. Uh, no, I think it's good. You you get used to uh, talking to oh, different yeah. people, different walks of life. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, makes it day interesting. That's for sure. Yeah, it's fun, man. <laughs> I, I definitely yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Tell, so t- so tell me a uh, tell me a story that you know, kind of a funny thing that maybe has happened, or maybe a a mishap, or something to entertain us a little bit. What has happened yeah, so- to you? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll never forget the day off a, I fell off a ladder. Fortunately, <laughs> I, I didn't didn't hurt myself. But uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. Exact... <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, that's fine, mate. That's fine. I've told this story many times, but uh, it, I'll tell you what it did. I, I like to learn lessons from uh, you know from things that go wrong. So uh, the number one lesson I, I've learned from that was always use my own ladder. So I don't uh, I don't trust anybody else's ladder anymore. And the ladder that was on was a, an aluminium ladder, which they're, you know, they're a lot lighter than the fiberglass ladders that that we use. Um, and it was just simply a matter of overbalancing. I was I was coming down off the roof, and I think I had one foot uh, you know on the ladder, and I was just swinging my other leg around, and I put too much weight on my on my hands, you know, pushing the the top part of the ladder over and. Before I know it, I was reaching for whatever I could reach for, reach for the the guttering on the way down, and um, yeah, uh, split second later, here I am in the in the garden and um, tidying up a, a pot plant that I that I'd broken. But uh, fortunately, that's all it was. Uh, but you know, lessons like that, you you know, you never forget things like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So look, it was it's funny to look back on now. Um, but at the time, yeah, I was pretty shaky, but I did. I I got within. Maybe ten minutes, I got back up on the roof and um, thought, "No, I've got to get back on the horse," as they say. But yeah, uh, oh, that's uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, you got to laugh at these things. Yeah, I mean, you're alive to laugh at it for sure. Um, yep. But that's some yep. scary stuff, though. Uh, I've yet to fall off a ladder. Let's 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 not jinx it. Uh, but there was <laughs> there was actually recently a time I was um, I was taking a camera down and. Uh, and it was it had been chewing through by rodents. So apparently rodents love low voltage, and uh, right. and they yep. were they were eating through. They they took took out eight cameras, and I was going to gra- uh, take one oh. down out of the soffit of an apartment complex. And there was a big wasp nest right beside Whoa. the uh, the camera, and I was like, I have to get this camera down. So I go up there and I start shaking the soffit trying to get the camera down real fast, and the wasp attack me. I'm on an extension uh-huh. ladder. I didn't fall off, but man, it was so close. And uh, of course, and like you said, get back on the horse. Uh, I went straight back up, up the ladder, ah, right by the wasp, yep. and grabbed the camera, yep. and then I got off. But <laughs> I got stung once, and that was it. But I almost fell off that ladder. <laughs> was, oh was, man, very... I wouldn't have got back up there if I was you. I would have, I would have stayed back there. I thought, no, nah, that's somebody you, else can sort that out, or get yeah, a bucket truck. At you just, you just don't understand. I mean, sometimes you, you just don't want to go back. You like you have like nobody's going to yeah. go back up there. You have to get that job done, and you just, you just yeah. got to do it. Uh, I mean, you don't have to, but it would behoove you <laughs> if you want to uh, keep 
the the money coming in with your job. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it yeah, just yeah, depends, yeah. man. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Hey, so so Mick, what um what are what's going on the micro, the middle, and the macro? What's what's the five days, the five months, and the five years? What you got going on? Sure. So the uh, the five days is um, something I've, I've spoken to you about. Is uh, I just want to start posting more on Instagram, mm-hmm. get some more maybe Australian followers in uh, mm-hmm. in our industry, in the comms industry, perhaps even the electrical industry. So that's something I uh, yeah, have on my my daily run sheet. I write Insta and make sure I post at least once or twice per day, and and that's been going good. It's it's become part of a daily habit. Um, five months is probably the same thing, and maybe. Uh, maybe free up some time to to expand the business where I want to go and then more down the teaching path, mm-hmm. uh, which I've spoken to you about uh, before as well. So, um, but yeah, it's all about time management really to to make these things happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, five years, five years. I probably don't look that far ahead. I, I do have some goals where I'd like to be in five years. Um, like to be probably off the tools a bit. Uh, I think uh, you know, 14 years on the tools. Um, you know, you learn a lot, as you know yourself. You know, the the more you do, the more you see, the more you learn, and then the more you can teach others. So, um, you know, five years time, I like to think that I'll be teaching in the comms industry um, yep. somehow, preferably uh, in the online online yep. sort of space. Yeah, cool. Uh, one of the questions I'd like to ask is also uh, your everyday carry. So, what is like the tool, or maybe it's like a tool pouch with some tools in it? Like, what what's your everyday carry that you absolutely must have to get your job done? Well, it'd be a toss up between two, mate. Sorry, I couldn't uh, couldn't put it down to one. But uh, <laughs> no, I have a uh, one of my favourite tools is the the open circuit tester. I'm not sure if you've uh, ever come across one of those in copper installs when you're trying to find an open circuit fault in a, in a copper pair, even mm-hmm. on a, a Cat 5 or 6. Um, yeah, a little, uh, yeah, really, they're fantastic fault finder. They, they give you a distance to, to uh, where the fault may be. So, uh, and the other one is a, the multimeter. Uh, we call it a lines test set. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, it shows you, well, it shows you what sort of fault you're looking for on the line, whether you're looking for a, a short circuit fault or if you're, shove your screwdriver in the ground you can pick up an earth fault uh which is what i was saying earlier about some water getting into the lines uh both of those are my favorite definitely yeah i i just switched over to your video on the google meet and uh your, your <laughs> okay. camera looks really good like what kind of what kind, is that a phone or what is that just a phone mate yeah just the uh the iphone oh it's one just an iphone, iPhone okay XR. it's a, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. a great picture i need to get one of those yeah it's <laughs> I think they're they're probably up to 1080p now. The uh, the oh, iPhones yeah. on, on yeah. the front camera. It's not not bad quality for a compressed video feed. It is looking good. I yeah. suppose uh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of need for just um, video coming through phones nowadays, isn't there? We don't have to blow much up on big screens anymore. Right. All the uh, content gets consumed on the phone nowadays. Yeah. See, the thing is, with with my with my YouTube channel, uh, I really want to get high quality. I, I got an okay, I mean, a pretty decent camera, the Canon M50, and it does 4K right. content. So if you ever consider, yep. if you, because I know you're going to be getting into doing like tutorials, and I, I think you're, you're going to do some online courses. Uh, yeah. It's really important, uh, at least I think it is, to have really high quality video uh, for your. Sure. If you do a YouTube channel. Uh, 
because people watch that. People consume that on big screen TVs uh, for YouTube. So that's just kind of yeah, something, okay. something to think about. Um, for, for me, uh, I like to have high quality video content, but uh, for the most part, you know, I do a lot of like Facebook stories, Instagram stories, and just uh, lots of little yep. videos on, on those platforms as well, and LinkedIn uh, and Twitter. Uh, and then, you know, just a, a phone uh, definitely is sufficient. For yeah, sure. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So what, um, what's top of mind or what, uh, what challenges uh, are you facing or what's a challenge you're facing right now? And, uh, and what's your proposed solution for said challenge? Uh, let's see. I touched on it before. Time management is uh, it's <laughs> yeah. the number one challenge that I, I face. Uh, yeah. My wife and I, we're, we're pretty busy at home. We have uh, three young kids that we're, yeah, they're, they're right into their sports and our, our daughter's a, a keen dancer. So uh, we do a lot of lot of running around after them, and it's just uh, yeah, it's difficult to to put yourself first. You know, sometimes even though mm-hmm. your your intention is to to build up the business to right. um, you know generate more income for the family. That's what you know. My wife and I, we're uh, we're all about the kids, and yep. um, yeah, time management is uh, is just the number one thing that uh, yeah I know I must get on top of. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, you got you to make the time. And I, I think about this a lot. So when I'm walking down the street, I'm either like posting content on Twitter or YouTube or, yeah. you know, anything. Like, because you, you have all this time. And you're, yeah. you're not really like doing anything productive. Like, why not make the use, best use of it? Because you have the phone in your hand. This, this device is yeah. so incredible. It, it, it can, you could literally make $100,000 a year with your phone if you just utilize it efficiently. Like you're just sitting waiting for your tacos to come out or you're, you're on the bus or you're on the train or you're, you're riding in a car. Like you could be producing content. And there's one thing that, that uh, this guy Gary Vaynerchuk talks about. He says, you're just one piece of content away from taking it to the next level. You just don't know which piece of content that's gonna be. So just like, just produce yeah. it, find the time for it for sure. That's a, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yep. you're right. You never know when something you might, yeah, you might put on goes viral, and yeah, no idea, uh, so, no yeah. idea. Cool. Uh, Gary yeah. V is a great guy. Gary V, great okay, guy yeah. So you, you you follow Gary Vaynerchuk too? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, he was in Australia a few months ago. Went and saw him him talk yeah. at a at a conference, and um, and uh, yeah, about probably about two years ago now, I uh, yeah went to one of Tony Robbins. He's mm-hmm. uh, one of his major events, the the UPW Unleash the Power Within mm-hmm. in uh, in Sydney, Australia. That was uh, the end of 2017, and that was that was a big game changer. That was nice. Uh, yeah, I love those game changers. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, he's uh, Tony's Tony's definitely the king. He's the king, and I've tried to teach people uh, about him as well. So. Yep. All right, cool, man. Well, uh, I'm going to tease the future. Um, so with with us meeting and you reaching out, I thought that was just so cool. And in the future, I would, man, I would love to, uh, you know, get you on some more content, some more podcasts, maybe some YouTube stuff. But uh, for you, yep. I know that you've got some some stuff going on with your training uh, videos that you're going to be doing. Uh, uh, tell me more about that, like what you got going on in the future. Sure. So, um yeah, you know, it's, it's something I can see myself, you know, definitely doing and succeeding in. Um, I've got a few examples of guys that I know uh, in my industry, you know, in, in our industry, in the comms industry, that they sort of only know their job and they only know, you know, what they do from day to day. Um, and so, you know, what we've seen here in Australia is, I'm sure it happens everywhere, but, uh, you know, when the work goes quiet, especially as a, as a contractor, 
you, you often need other things to fall back on. You mm-hmm. know, otherwise you can have weeks and months where, you know, the, your income can potentially be halved. Right. And, uh, you know, when you're, you're trying to feed a family, it it's, can be a, you know, very daunting, daunting uh, thing. But I just find that having, you know, having other skills in the comms industry means you can, you know, leave a few business cards around when you're, you know, when you're visiting shops and homes and, um, and, you know, be able to offer other services so uh, I just really think there's a there's a just a big skills gap missing, uh, or maybe not missing, but something I could definitely offer to other guys in the comms industry to to learn some other skills, you know, uh, like the stuff that you guys do, you know, cameras, uh, Wi-Fi points, mm-hmm. um, yeah, linking up. Uh, you know, I, I sort of have an eye for it nowadays, where you know you you'd be driving around somewhere, and if I see a house that has a Maybe a storage shed nearby, or maybe a you know a relatives living on a we call it a, a granny flat or a bungalow here in Australia. Not sure what you guys refer to that you know, little house on the same property. Um, I just see things like that all the time where I could be teaching someone to yep. do a Wi-Fi link between the two, you yep. know, and, yep. and all sure. of a sudden that person can now have Netflix out there when they you know thought that they could maybe only pick up the Wi-Fi just you know standing by the window. So. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a great industry to be in, and I yeah can see a lot of potential for teaching teaching more guys uh, more of these skills. Yep. So where can we uh, find out more about what you do? So at the moment, it's uh, it's all planning stage. I haven't I've started doing some some stuff on my website, but it's not really uh, fit for for public uh, viewing at the moment. It's just more okay. something I've uh, played around with. Um, but at the moment, it's uh, it's probably something further down the track that maybe uh, yeah, when I've I've got something solid, I'll uh, I'll send it out to you, and um, yeah, we can sort of you know coordinate something together. Absolutely, cool, man. Well, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. The man, this, this has been pretty cool. Uh, this kind of it, ah. I think it was last night we just <laughs> kind of met on the internet, and now here, mate, and so. here we are doing a podcast. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I uh, appreciate you having me on, mate, and um, appreciate you you uh, replying to my message. And um, I was telling my daughter about it last night. I said, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I reached out to this guy. I met. I saw on Instagram, and yeah. thought, oh, it's a it's a bit of a, a risk whether he, you know whether he'd take me seriously or uh, or you know. But um, I, I sort of like doing things like this to to show the kids as well. You know, our, our kids Abs- they're growing absolutely, up. Absolutely, um, man. That's that's so cool. Of, yeah, no, it's. Um, sort of want to show them want to show them this side of the world which uh you know uh, there's plenty of people who don't know this sort of you know that yeah. this this type of world exists yes sir well hey man um thanks for coming on and uh we'll definitely be in touch soon man i really appreciate it uh, nice to talk to you blake thanks very much for having me on man Absolutely. have a nice yeah. day and uh low voltage nation yes sir Peace. yep take care <laughs> bye Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for listening. That was an incredible episode with Mick Andrews. Be sure to check us out on LinkedIn. That's on fire. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter's rocking and rolling. We got the website with the three skills that every low-voltage technician should have. Download that PDF. Get on the email list. Check out the YouTube channel. We are all over the internet. And thank you so much for tuning in because... My friends, you are Low Voltage Nation. Thank you so much.